evening, everyone, and welcome to the Legion Live. Here, episode number 253, the 14th of March, 2020. That's right, it is Pi Day, everyone. And we at the Circular Legion of Myth are Alex Garthon Marsh. And the reciprocating, never-ending, always-continuing Brett, Heathen Dog, Grissomer. Hello, everyone. I hope we find you well. Uh, today is the is the first day of the rest of your life. That's right. Today, uh, the world has gone crazy, and uh, we're now living in that. So get ready. Get ready. It's it's gonna get weird. It's like the Omega Man. Charlton Heston's gonna start driving around in a beat up old Cadillac. Well, uh, thinking of I am Legend, Will Smith. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's good. Well, Charlton Heston's dead. Will Smith's still around. He he could, you know, remember some stuff from the movie and pull through. You know, help uh, us all out. Well, Make a Man was better though. They had like hippie oh, zombie people. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah. The book oh, the was book is very different. Oh yeah, my God, the book was different than all the movie iterations. Well. The, the the old black and white one was closer to the book, I guess, but uh, the there, the book was pretty bad. There's a black and white version. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. I assume oh. Omega Man and I Am Legend. There was a there was a black and white version, and I, it was I believe it. a little close. I forget. Uh, Ravens there says, "Yep, <laughs> there it is." <laughs> Did you get con insurance? There you go. That's that's what that's a lot of people in our Discord have been talking about. Oh yeah, is, Gen Con. Are they going to cancel Gen Con? Yeah, uh, probably not right away. It's far enough out that you know. Yeah, it's far enough out that they don't have to worry about it right now. But in the next few months, if things ramp up and get really bad, then yeah, they'll cancel. And yes, I did get insurance on my on my trip on both my hotel and my and my uh, plane ticket. So I'll be able to get all my money back. Well, I know and the uh, they... oh god the epidemiologists are expecting to blow over in a month. They're saying, but who knows? That's hey, viruses mutate. Who knows? That's right. Speaking of mutations, on today's segment, Tabletop Fundamentals with Heathen Dog, Star Trek Adventures, The System, Part 2. And I've seen the dramatic twist ending, and I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. Remember, Heathen Dog's a little salty. Please don't reveal the secret ending to your friends. Don't spoil the surprise. You won't believe your eyes. There you go. Right. <laughs> what song was that from? I don't remember. Nature Trail to Hell. We're Dal Yankovic. Okay. And in Garthon's comic poll, Swordmaster, number nine, Red Sonja, number 13. Yeah, I know it's Sonja. And Symbiote Spider-Man, Alien Reality, number four. Wow, you're still getting that one? I didn't I didn't think you'd get that one. It was, get, it was getting kind of weird. No, that one I like. It's weird, it's but getting, I like it. Uh, okay. Unlike, you know, Doctor Doom, which oh, the yeah, art is good, it. but they it's like the person who wrote it has no concept Disregarded. of Doctor Doom's character or yeah. growth completely disregarded everything awesome that happened last year with dr doom yeah in the last couple of years he just doesn't yeah. care does not care no, no. and no. the last series has him like traveling across country with kang the conqueror and it's like yeah. and they're like discussing Again. weird like stupid non consequential stuff and it's like it's like well you might be our father well, i might be your father it's like you are king the conqueror that's been firmly established that king the conqueror and dr doom are the same person at different times well, it's kind of crap. Have you never read a Doctor Doom anywhere? So we're not talking about that book. No, my, that would have been book. my review. <laughs> it's stupid. But like, this stars. art is wasted on this crap book. 
So congratulations, you just got your Doctor Do but number five, whatever, review. <laughs> Throw up a star rating. <laughs> uh, star rating. Uh, one, one and a half. half. Strong art, go. crap story. Takes nothing to town of the characters. Uh, all right. <laughs> oh, that was quick. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Have a good night. Doo, 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 doo. Right. Hey. Today's giveaway is Little Nightmares. It is a dark horror puzzle at Strike Adventure. It has very positive reviews. If you've ever been a terrified child, this is for you. Actually, you know what the art reminds me of in this game? Tim it Burton. reminds me. Yes, uh, the, the uh, Tim Burton cartoon. What was it called? Matilda or yeah. something like that, where, where she went into a world where everyone was a was a doll that had button eyes. I think that was Matilda. I think I think Coraline. I think was... Coraline. Coraline. That's it. Coraline. You're right. Yes. The art reminds me of Coraline. Yes. Well, they are talking about canceling the Olympics. That's because no one's going to watch it. Oh, I said it. All right. Middle of 10 followers just entered to give away this key to this game. Rayler says he will terrify children. <laughs> hey, Pax. Good to see you. Glad you're here. Streaming schedule. Sunday, 9 p.m. Lunar Silver Star Story. Garthon's Truth That. It's, uh, it's been good. And it's been wacky. There's been crazy things happening. I mean, the plot is not hard to follow. Mm. It's been good. Oh my god! Thank you, Pax. Ooh, tier one Pax. Thank you. 21 months. Thank you very much. Monday. Wednesday at 11 a.m. Seven days to die with Heathen Dog and the gang. We've gotten to day 100. We've wow. survived to day 100. Nice. We're awesome. Yes. Learn to love each other while they do their thing. Seven mm. days to die. Heathen Dog and the gang. And also... Monday at 8.30 p.m. is Dead by Daylight. Oh, God! Oh, Raven's Lair. <laughs> Thank Thanks, you. Raven's Lair. <laughs> we appreciate your subscription. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you so much. Wednesday. Or I, said, I said that. Thursday at 8.30 p.m. Garth and Heathen Dog team up with you, the viewers, in Dead by Daylight. Had a lot of fun last Thursday. Uh, we were able to get uh, five people together, so we had a private group. Nice. Hijinks did ensue. That's right. We were able to, all of us, take turns being a killer. Yep. And uh, Garthon actually killed everyone. He didn't sacrifice a single person no, I... to the entity. No, he took all the souls for himself. I choked them all out with the nurse. <laughs> well, you hooked everyone. You gave everyone to the entity. I, I did. I gave everyone to the entity, but uh, but Garthon decided to steal those souls for himself and break the pact. I just... In a way, it's almost kind of like cheating when you do that, because I only had to hook everyone once. Yeah, it doesn't matter if they got out or not. I didn't they're, have to do a third they're, hook. Yeah, the, the next time you touch them, they die. Yeah, I could just choose. Well, I had a special item. It's something only the nurse could do. Yeah. But it was hilarious. I... <laughs> 11 a.m. on Friday. Speaking of murdering your friends, Deep Rock Galactic. Where you're not supposed to do that, but you can. If they're standing near a ledge and you drill underneath them. Then they, then they fall and die. Then they fall and die. And it's their <laughs> fault... For not having situational awareness. Exactly. Saturday, 8 p.m. Leave with live stream where all the cool kids hang out. We've established that. If you're here, you're, it's now been established that you are cool. That's science, my friends. And on Leech with 2, twitch.tv slash Leech with 2, the dudes. Wednesday, noon, Legend Heroes Trails in the Sky. To so do that, that's good. Uh, the year of the JRPG with Shlow, Max Liao. Hey, Ventrixel, thank you. Yes, you are cool. Trust me, I've already said it. It's already happened. Thursday at noon, teaming up with everyone. 
Max Leo and Noro team up for Portal Knights. That's always fun to watch. And Friday, Max Leo joins Heathen Dog and the others for a dual stream of Deep Rock Galactic. Really good times with that. Pack says, how's it work if you have 70 side and you're dead by daylight? Wouldn't that just be one day? Hmm. That all depends on where you are. Because if like, no 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 I I know I know exactly though it, it's all in the in the same world sort of but in seven days to die when you sleep in your dream you are taken to the nightmare of dead by daylight ah there you go so you can still die in your dream and then wake up and have to deal with the dead exactly it's like it's like going from frying pan fire type thing you're like oh man yeah there's just no victory for you nope no, no happiness victory. anywhere ain't no sunshine for you my friend. So be there for that on Twitch, YouTube, and social media. Twitch.tv slash Legion of Myth is the primary Legion of Myth channel. It's where I have our anime, comics, and games reviews and fun stuff like that. Heathen Dogs team-ups, Garthon's retro games. And I'd Legion of Myth 2, The Deuce. It's their second channel. Bexo does this year the GRPG. Nora does her variety streams. And every 1,000 bits donated equals one giveaway. So be there mm -hmm. for that. YouTube.com slash Legion of Myth, our individual uh, Legion with Weekly Livestream segments are highlighted and put up. Highlight video game streams are recorded tabletop RPG videos, unboxings, things like that. On Twitter, tweet at Legion Myth, video game and live stream announcements, giveaway updates, things like that. And Discords, where you can chat with us, be the first to know things. We like to hang out there. And it's a fun little discussion that's going on. We were talking earlier how we're having a discussion there right now about if Gen Con's going to be canceled, what's going on with that. So lots of good information there on the Discord and lots of fun. And make sure we have all new Legion with gear at shop.spreadshirt.com slash Legion of Myth. Get our gear, impress your friends, intimidate your enemies, and find love in your Legion with gear. That's why you never see anyone voluntarily sleep for seven days to die. Exactly. Yeah, you don't want to, man. It gets worse. You didn't think so. There's but no it gets worse. escape. Yeah, everyone, everyone's talking about the Ocho. Like, I got to stream on the Ocho. We're not streaming on the Ocho. <laughs> Yosho's just there so we could joke about it. Legion of Myth 8. Hey, I got it. You do. I got it. So no one else could take it. That's the only reason why. No one why. else could take it. That's why I did it, yeah. And on the Ocho, eight hours of static. <laughs> no one else is willing to bring you such extreme position. All right. <laughs> thank you very much to all of our Patreon subscribers. Gary M., Brian Nate, Sharis, Reese. Thank you so We really do appreciate it. And our top and cheers and Twitch is Zon. Thank you so much, Zon. And top of gift subs is Zon as well. Thank you so much. We really do appreciate all of our supporters, our Patreons, our subscribers. Thank you so much. It is your donations to help keep us going. Review and rating system. Half star. Horrible. Worst of the worst. Two and a half stars. It's average. You, know, you, know, you could do what could do worse. Could do better. But you know, you're like, uh, yeah. All right. It is the uh the Men in Black 2 of movies. There you go. And Raven, sir, we will be restarting Empyrean once they go through another uh, couple of patches. You so know, it's so a little, just, little more different. Yeah, yeah, make the game different. And and uh, on my server behind me, uh, after the seven days to die, this iteration is over. I'm going to I'm going to strip it down. I'm going to put in Windows Server 2012 because I have a key for that. And I'm gonna put in VMs and more RAM, and I'm gonna uh, mod the the servers so they won't be vanilla. They'll be they'll be you know I'll put in some cool mods in there and stuff. So yeah, it's when when you, when you do restart, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot more stuff. Yes, yes, indeedy. 
Alright, so let's get going with this. Disclaimer. The opinions and commentary expressed in this episode are belong solely to the individual commentator. They are not representative of the entire Legion of Myth organization or any brain parasites they may currently have. While we, oh make, it, while we make an effort to provide a family-friendly atmosphere, this content is not targeted towards children under the age of 13 or anyone who can't take a freaking joke. And this may include the occasions of foul or offensive language. Thank you for your understanding and continued viewership and financial donation. Subscribe! <laughs> In a world gone mad. That's where you're living, folks. And only one man can tell you how to escape. He the dogs. Tabletop RPG fundamentals. All right. Thank you very much, Garthon. Hello, everyone. I hope I find you well. Today, we're going to be talking about part two of the system for Star Trek Adventures. If you haven't seen part one, I recommend you go and watch that because it talks about momentum and threat. And that stuff is pretty darn important. And it also talks about the 2D20 system in general. So you know exactly you know what you're doing because not a lot of people have played 2d20 not a lot of people have heard of 2d20 so go check out our youtube channel uh like subscribe do all that stuff on there watch that come back and watch this and you'll get uh up until the end you'll get all kind of good information but there, there's a spoiler at the end of this at the end of the segment stick around for it i go nuts okay first let's start off with the credits the, the modifius entertainment made this beautiful little gem came out in 2017 uh main designer nathan dowdle uh you can get it for 61 dollars 87 cents hardcover and pdf from drive through rpg you can get uh, you can get the book on ebay for just under 45 bucks or you can get on amazon the hard book cover for 37.86 now sometimes on amazon it comes with a pdf and sometimes it doesn't it depends on which seller you're you're buying from but hey man Buyer beware. Go go check it out and read the fine print. You two can have best of both worlds. All right. Now let's talk about the system. All right. This is actually playing the game. All right. We're, we're going, we're going to talk about movement. We're going to talk about the definition and uses of environment and zones, how to move between them, what they actually are. And then we're going to talk about we're going to talk about combat. We're going to talk about ground combat. We're going to talk about range combat, melee combat, how combat works, combat movement, all that good stuff. Space combat, that's the surprise. And then we're going to talk about damage. We're talking about getting hurt, how to get hurt, uh, what happens when you do get hurt, what is injury, and how many injuries do I get before I die? Well, we're going to find out. So let's get to it. First, we're going to talk about movement and zones. Zones. Zones are divisions on the map separating different distinct areas. Now, if you don't have a map, this, this game really requires some kind of uh, ability to, to keep track of where everyone is. So if you don't have a grid map, that's fine. Uh, you get a large sheet of paper and you sketch out stuff, that's good too, all right? Now, these zones are based on natural obstacles or uh, formations or... Uh, hindrances in the terrain. For example, quicksand would be its own zone, the quicksand zone. Uh, if you're in a building, the the walls of the room you're in will define the zone. Those are considered natural boundaries. If you're in uh, a forest, 
you're going to have a zone that's maybe 100 feet by 100 feet, but the nearby clearing that's a quarter mile in all directions will be its own zone. The reason being is because, well, uh, the, the line of sight is not hindered. It's easier to get through. So the zone is by, by you know, necessity bigger. Okay. So a zone is an area that you're in. It's defined by natural barriers or uh, obstructions or terrain. And uh, several zones added together equal your environment, which is the, the entire play field that you're on. Uh, use Legos. Mar Hawkman says we could use Legos. Yes, we could use Legos. That'd be good. All right. So uh, we're going to talk about distance. This is important for both viewing and for combat. There are, there are one, two, three, four, five different uh, distance ratings. There's reach or contact. Reach is if you are literally within arm's reach of someone. You are distance reach. You can you can take them out in melee. You can you know get them into melee combat. You can touch attack whatever. Contact is for space combat. If the ships are actually touching, like you're docked, that would be contact range. And then there's close range. You're in the same zone. Now remember, I defined zone earlier by uh, you know you're in the same room or you're both in the quicksand or you're both in the same area of the forest or you're both in a field. You're in the same zone that's considered close range. One zone away, that's medium range. Two zones away is long range. And three or more zones away is extreme range. Okay, this is important because it comes into play when we go into movement, which is next. Movement up to medium range is a simple action. Does not take a task, which means you can perform it basically for free. So you can move one zone away for free. Now, usually this is this is not a problem. You just do it unless there is some kind of barrier or resistance or you have to get over that that uh, quicksand, then it becomes a task. All right? Then that's your action because it takes that long to get over the obstacle or hindrance or terrain whatever. Now, uh you can move anywhere within one zone, which means if you're close range, you can move into reach for free and use your task as an attack or a grapple or whatever. Or you can move from reach to close range or reach to medium range because reach and close are in the same zone. So you can go in between those two just fine with no problem at all. You can go from reach to close to medium. It's fine. One zone. Now, if you want to go beyond one zone in your movement, that is not free. That will take a task. You have to use the task sprint. You take your fitness plus security, all right? It is it is usually, usually a difficulty zero task, which means you don't really have to roll. It's just a task, so it takes away your action for the round. You're basically sprinting away or toward somebody. You can't do anything else. Now, if there's terrain modifiers or slippery, you know, whatever, or bar natural barriers to get by, then the difficulty goes up. You have to roll and actually, you know, roll some successes to actually clear that distance. But if you are successful in your sprint, you can move one zone plus one zone for every point of momentum you spend. So you could go from reach to extreme range if you spend three momentum. Does it, does it make sense to you? No, because that's more like teleporting. That's a problem. Movement 
and uh, and calculating movement in this game is a little bit wrong. It's a little bit bad. Why does security matter with how fast you can move? Uh, security is the uh, is the end all be all of any kind of physical exertion. As a as a skill, fitness is your attribute of anything physical, and security is 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 a any skills you've learned. You know that that are physical in nature. For example, uh, security would be hand to hand combat. Security would be calisthenics. Security okay. would be, yeah, it it would be any kind of physical training. So security does not mean like you know hacking a computer. No, no, all right, not at all, not at all. No, that would be computer programming or or right. in, in this instance, I that was my confusion with that. It's like that doesn't yeah, make any there sense. Yeah, I I I get it. I understand. Now you can only sprint once per round. Uh, even though there are some instances where you can take more than one task per round, like you, you can buy an extra task, you know, giving the, the game master threat or whatever, and some, some other ways to do it, but you can only sprint once per round. Doesn't matter if you have more than one action you can use only sprint once, but it doesn't matter because you can basically teleport across the map. So who cares? Right. Well, it's you need- cinematic movement, I guess, in that like kind of during a TV show, like, You'll see the running, then they're like, well, they should be able to make it that time. They're somewhere else, you know. Yeah, but during that time, they're getting shot. They're getting attacks of opportunity on them. They're dodging them. That doesn't happen in this game. There are no attacks of opportunity. You can basically teleport behind an enemy using this, which there's no rules against that, which is weird. I couldn't find a single rule against a book. I'm going to talk about that at the end. Now, next, we're going into an example of ground combat. First, I'm going to talk to you about what ground combat is. Basically, uh, if you attack someone, that is a task. A task is your main action in the round. Each character, with with very few exceptions, can only use one task per turn or per round, per you know your initiative. That's that's when you can use one task. Uh, example that would be attacking or assisting someone else in a in a in their task, stuff like that. So, something that takes up a significant amount of time and you have to roll. That's a task. Now, minor actions you can do during a round, they don't require a roll. Each person gets one minor task for free. For example, movement, like I said, up to one zone away is considered a minor task. You don't have to roll, you just do it. Uh, Other minor tasks are uh, aiming or standing guard or uh, surveying the scene, like, you know, being watchful. You know, that is, those are all free tasks. Now, if you want more than one minor task completed per round, you have to spend one momentum per extra minor. You get one minor task, one, not, I keep saying task, one minor action for free. Every other minor action you can buy for one momentum each, but there is no limit. As long as you have momentum, you can still be taking minor actions. It's fine. Just fine. Now, the reason I don't want to say task is because a task is a, is a major action that requires a role and minor tasks do not. So that was that was why I did that. Okay, now next, we go into the actual melee combat and range combat example. We're going to do the melee combat first. Okay, so you're Captain Kirk. I'm the Gorn. You come up to attack me. Okay, you are the attacker. You use daring plus security to get your target number. Let's say uh, Captain Kirk's daring is nine and his security rating is five. So he his target number is 14. Now, 
it's a difficulty one. That means to succeed in this task, he needs to get one 14 or higher on his two D20s. All right. But because it's melee combat, the other guy has a say in this. He also, me as the Gorn, also rolled daring plus security. And my successes go up against the attacker successes. You take the attacker successes and subtract mine. If there's negative successes, you don't hit. I block or I dodge or I weave or I do whatever. If there, if it's a tie, if there's zero, if there's you know zero successes on each side, the attacker wins. So it's the attacker has an advantage in melee combat. Whereas if you tie, like if if Captain Kirk gets three successes and the Gorn gets three successes, it's still considered a successful attack, and that means the attacker gets to roll damage gets to roll his damage dice which is d6 which is the challenge dice and then you you take the the result of that against the resistance of the target and this gorn say has three resistance dice because he's a giant gorn and his skin is like three inches thick so he rolls that and those two results are subtracted from each other to get the total damage actually received if any is left over now, ranged attack is different. Ranged attack is control plus security because, you know, you're aiming, you're not daring, you know, you're sitting back and aiming. But the difficulty is two, which means to succeed in this task, you need to you need two D20s that are a success. Now, the reason it's harder is because the defender doesn't get to doesn't get to interact with this. The defender just got to get shot, but they make it even harder for ranged attack because if, if the if the person is within reach, that means if they've closed the distance on you and you try to attack them with a ranged weapon, it's plus one difficulty. Now you need three successes. All right, if, it's, uh, if anyone else is within reach of the person you're attacking, it's a plus one complication range. Now, uh, I explained complication last time. Basically, if you roll a 20, Normally, that is considered a failure and and a complication. Something bad happened. A plus one to the complication range is now the complications are 19 or 20. Plus two would be 18, 19, or 20, and so on. All right. Now, there is no other distance penalty besides uh, if the person is within reach. The person could be extreme range. There is no penalty to attack him for range. This game does not have a range attack penalty. I looked it up. I looked it up four times in the book. I looked it up online in the forums, and it's true. There is no range attack penalty in this game for distance. None. Hmm. So if you get two successes, you succeed in range attacking the target. You get to roll damage. They get to roll resistance for any armor or cover or whatever. And then if there is damage left over, then we calculate what that damage does, which is the next slide. This is damage. Any damage that passes through resistance removes stress. Stress is not like hit points. It's not like health. It's more like vitality. It's more like a counter toward exhaustion so your stress is your fitness plus your security skill added together 
That is your stress total. Every damage you take takes away one stress. When you get to zero stress, you get an injury. Now we're going to talk about injuries. Injuries is the real deal in this game. In injury is, is, what, is what can do you in. If you take five or more damage from a single attack, you take an injury. If your character is reduced to zero stress, you take an injury. If you are at zero stress and you take any damage whatsoever, you get an injury. Now, there are, there are ways to avoid taking an injury. It's actually called avoiding an injury, but it usually gives the Game Master characters threat rating or uh, threat pool because you know it's it, that is a significant thing avoiding an injury you have to roll uh and and you you can avoid taking an injury but you only avoid an injury one time per scene so that's basically it that's what you got you can avoid an injury once now the reason you want to avoid injuries cuz injuries will be the thing that kills you all right if you are injured you are incapacitated you cannot perform any tasks or minor actions for the rest of the combat un until you are uh, until you are tended to, at least you are, you are incapacitated. You're done. You can be easily captured. You can't do anything to stop it. You're, you're shot. You're, you're stabbed, whatever you're on the ground bleeding out. That's you. Now, if you take two, okay, let's, let's start off. Uh, any more injuries can kill you. Let's say someone, uh, beat you with a bat and you become injured and fall down to the ground. That is a non-lethal injury. Not a very Star Trek injury. Yeah, it's not a very Star Trek injury, but they, they, they went back in time and the Nazi had a bat, whatever. <laughs> if you are down with a non-lethal injury and you, and you then you take another injury of any type, you now have a lethal injury. If you have a lethal injury and take any injury of any type, you die. All right, so okay. if you're injured... If you're shot with a disruptor beam, that's it. That is a lethal injury. You're not dead, but any other injury, any other injury will kill you. Someone kicks you in the head, you die. It kind of makes die. sense in its way. I can get, I, I can get yeah. behind it. Yeah. Uh, you, you can have a non-lethal injury. And when you get another injury, the injury now becomes lethal, even if it was another non-lethal injury. For example, that bat thing, you get hit with a bat and you go down with an injury. And that person continues to beat you with that same bat while you're on the ground injured. Now your life is in danger. Now you're going to be beaten to death. Your non-lethal injury becomes a lethal injury. Any more injuries, like he keeps beating you with that damn bat, you're going to die from it. You're going to die. Get your friends to help you. Hopefully you have. All right. Friends. Now, normally next would be space combat because I want to, I want to talk about space combat, but this is when I quit. I quit for today because the book is awful. It takes me 10 minutes to find it. Let me, let me get it. It is so poorly written that you can't follow. I cannot recommend playing this game. This is the first time I've ever made a recommendation before I was completely done. That's I usually true. don't make, I usually don't make recommendations. You usually at all. don't I say usually, don't play this game. Yeah. I usually leave it up to you, but the book is so bad that I cannot recommend anyone buy it. I can't please don't buy this book. This is why 
the index in the back is all but useless. Useless. Movement and zones. Those are headers for whole paragraphs, whole sections of the book. But if you look up movement or the, the word movement or the word zones or zone in the index, it's not there. If you want to find out how combat works, you have to look up the section called operations and advanced operations. And this is where it gets stupid because the book is written in a narrative style. The book is written as if, as if a Starfleet Commodore is telling you the rules of the game. Uh, Garthon earlier made a really good analogy saying, uh, this is like learning Monopoly by listening to a four-year-old tell you the story of how he played a game of Monopoly. That's exactly how this book is written. He's it's sitting down in... with you across the table. And then I did this, and then you roll, and there, but there's one time, and then... I... Oh, yeah. Yes, it's written like that. Technically, you could learn how to play that way, but it's really hard. That's exactly how this book is written. The narrative style sucks. This is all flash and no substance. It's got wonderful anecdotal stories in it. It really does. Flavor is everywhere, but substance is absent or obscured behind the incessant flavor of the entire thing. And another thing, the black pages. Oh my God, the black pages. I've said this before, but these black pages just piss me off to no end. These black pages are awful. Angle just the wrong way, you can't read anything. You just get light. All you get is a giant refraction into your eyeball and you go blind. That is awful. It is awful. And what's worse is the PDF is the exact opposite. It is a white background and black lettering, which is worse for watching it on a screen. If they had done it the other way, it would have been perfect. But no, they went again for flash instead of actually ha helping you with, uh, with uh, absorbing the information. Stupid. Absolutely stupid. Now, am I going to get through character generation? Seriously, I don't know. At this point, I don't know. I don't know. The book is so bad that I don't know. I mean, maybe because unlike the rest of the book, character generation is all together in the same section. Whereas for combat, for uh, other stuff, it's in different parts of the book and the index doesn't help you navigate this. You basically have to remember where everything is. And since I haven't been playing this game for years, I don't know what's on all the pages. So yeah, uh, I, I may, I may complete character generation, but I cannot recommend anyone get this book. This book is written in such a way that to learn the system, you have to not buy the book. You have to talk to someone who already knows the system. That's the only way you're going to learn because they'll be able to translate the book into actual English instead of narrative English. So yeah, there you go. Okay. We've gone through system. We've gone through combat movement and zones. We haven't gone through starship combat. I don't know if we ever will. And I don't care. 
because the book has pissed me off. Next time, if there is a next time, we'll be going over character generation. We'll be uh, randomly selecting an era, randomly selecting a race, choosing traits, job and posting, and then getting the skills and abilities all together and creating our very own Star Trek Adventures character. Ooh. Now, is there is there going to be time to create the uh, the secondary character? Probably not. But I will touch on that. The this this game does allow not only your primary character, but also a secondary character. When your primary character is busy doing other narrative duties, you can play your secondary character, which is less fleshed out, but you know can be just as cool. It could be which a Frankie. You, yeah, okay, you could be a Ferengi. Usually not, but because guess... Oh, no, you can't be a Ferengi because you have to be Starfleet. Nog is a Ferengi? Yep, you can't be Nog or Worf. You can't be Nog or Worf, sorry. That's and sad. those are the only two, you know, non-Federation races that are that have been shown in the Federation. So, sorry. My pocket Ferengi is sad. Your pocket Ferengi is sad, that's true. All right, and that is it. I want to thank everyone joining me. Uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, uh, what are your thoughts on the 2D20 system? And if you've read this book, if you have this book and you've read it, am I just completely off base? Am I just Am I just not? I have a brain cloud? I mean, I may have a brain cloud as well, but still, I think this book is bad. Just bad. I have... Uh, I have reviewed games that I've never played before on this channel. And I thought I did a damn good job. And half of that is due to the book being, being laid out properly. You can follow it. It has an index that points you to things that are important. So this book does not do that at all. It's just bad. Don't get it. All right. Well, if you like this video and you want more rants, I guess this is the only rant I've done on a tabletop <laughs> RPG. So if you want more non-rant stuff, yeah, go ahead and like and share. And you can see my other videos on the YouTube channel or here in Twitch. And uh, please subscribe to the Legion Myth Anime Comics and Games channel. That'd be great. And, and remember yeah. to there be a Legionnaire. Boom. It is now time for our follower giveaway. And how many people we have here? I don't know. Let's find out. There's 11 viewers. We may have enough. So once the giveaway is opened by Heathen Dog, who must open the giveaway before you can type anything in. Yes, that's true. Gotta wait. Gotta wait. Gotta wait. Gotta wait. Gotta wait. Something happened. We lost all of our text. Why did we lose our text? I don't, have to. I don't know. I didn't do anything. They just timed out. Oh, no, out. the text is gone. Oh I my didn't God. touch anything. You did. You cleared the text by accident. I, I cleared it with my mind. That's pretty good. The Baldahar just brought lol. it back. Baldahar's lol. He has lol. the power. Has the power. Has the power. Yeah, it's still working, but it just had to clear itself out. Dr. Ellison. That very, I thought Garthon really broke. Garthon touched nothing. Garthon had a long day on Friday because he did break something. While he was doing routine maintenance. All right. It was not good. We're going to start this giveaway. Boom. There it is. Exclamation point nightmares. 
for you to enter this giveaway. We need 10 people, 10 people to give away this game. If there aren't 10 people, we won't give away this game. So if you know anyone who is on Twitch right now or can be on Twitch right now, tell them to come here and just follow the channel. Click the follow button and type exclamation nightmares. Because you do have to be a follower. Yes, it's all you got to be. It's all you got to be. Exclamation point nightmares. Free game for you. Boom. Mahakman spelled it wrong. Oh. I think he just actually hit two keys at once. Oh, that, that could be. That could be. Hit the I and the O together. I've done that many times. He, he's looking for nightmares. Nightmares. Twite. Come on, Mahakman. Re enter it. Mahakman, you can do it. I hadn't seen him. I didn't see him retype it in. So it's just like he hasn't. Go. He hasn't retyped it in. He's not in yet. There he is. He's got it now. All right. Yes, Garthon's comic poll. And what are we talking about this week, Garthon? Well, Garthon, let me see. Swordmaster number nine, where we ask the question, has this guy got his stuff together yet? Answer is no. So, written by Shuizu. Sorry. Shuizu. Art by Gunji, I think. Adaptation by Amy Chu. Publication date, 4th March, 2020. That's the official publication date, but the comic just came out Wednesday, so hey, what? Got it. All right. No, wait, this was last week. Anywho. So, crazy stuff's been going on. Dude got a magic sword. His father was an archaeologist who was killed for the magic sword, we think. His brother was with him. They all went missing. He ended up with a sword. Demons started attacking him. He's had all sorts of crazy stuff going on. Current situation... He's trying to get to China um, with uh, his female companion as the uh, uh, Shuang Shuang, I think is her name. Okay. Yeah, so lots of Chinese words here, folks. Uh, put it into English. So they're trying to get through the airport, and uh, they're told you can't take a giant jade sword through the airport, it has to be checked. And they, he refuses to check it because it's his inheritance, his heirloom, it's an ancient treasure. And he starts kind of giving him a hard time. The airport is like, all right, we got a situation here. And so they run. It's like, they're running. They must be doing something wrong. So the airport security starts chasing him down, which in a way makes sense. Because these people are actually all squirrely with a sword on a plane and trying to get on a plane. But so they... Uh, Shui Shui flies him out of the way, like they're hiding behind a sign. He starts complaining, like, your magic's useless. Why can't you be like Dr. Strange? He's awesome. He teleported us. Which was kind of a fun little segment. Uh, eventually, they end up going to back into the city, back to downtown Shanghai, where they hook up with one of his old friends. Uh, you, of course, have, like, the scene where you see the old friend, like, hanging out in the city. And he's a cool dude. He's radical. He's not on a skateboard, though, but that one's mm-hmm. pricey. Uh, it shows the guy. He's going through the crowds, and you see, like, this uh, 
Newport Rich douchebag with a hot girl in his car. Um, and he's like, don't worry, baby, I'll take you out shopping. Oh, you're so cute, hee hee. And then the Newport Rich guy checks his phone, and it's like his wife is calling. He's like, ah, oh, no, who's it? Oh, it's no one, babe, don't worry about it. Um, this guy, as the Newport Rich douchebag and his uh, girlfriends get out of the car, actually, rich guy bumps into him, they have a little confrontation. He swipes the rich guy's phone because he's a thief. Rich guy's wife calls back. He decides to answer it. And wife's like, where are you at? Who are you? Blah, blah. He's like, oh, hey, I don't know who this is, but sorry, babe. Your husband's out there. The girl takes a picture of it, sends it, sends it over the phone. Mm, that's kind of cool. It is, but, you know, the guy was a douchebag to him, too. So he's like, screw this guy. And then afterward, you know, she's like, she, the, one of the phones like, Free, that's it. We're done. Why get a hold of him? And then he, like, throws the phone away. Right. Um. He's like, haha, teach us that douchebag right, just dessert. And that's when Shui Shuang sees him and punches, like, thief! He's a thief! I saw him steal that phone! And meanwhile, Swordmaster's like, oh, wait, oh, that's my friend! That's my friends who we're looking for! He's a thief! Like, no! He's an ex thief! He doesn't do that anymore! He stole a phone! Well, yeah! Because you gotta, you know, it's a typical comic uh, heroes not like each other first confrontation, where he did steal the phone, but he only did it because he was gonna throw the phone away because the guy's a douche. He wasn't taking it for profit or anything. Still, still, still shouldn't have stolen the phone. But also, you should uh, just show the guy knows how to handle himself in a fight. Because when the girl starts trying to beat him up, he like is able to like escape a hold, and dodge out of the way. Uh, kind of explains himself like you know I was just kind of teach that jerk a lesson. I wasn't actually trying to take it, you know. Um, which point the girl's like you know I refuse to receive help for this. My moral code forbids me to associate with thieves, so I cannot. He's like he's not a thief. He's kind of, he's my friend, and he's our, he's our ride. We can't take a plane. He has a car. Do you know anyone with a car? No, you don't. Can you teleport? No. So he has a car that he owns and didn't steal. Uh, but as they're trying to resolve this, the sword starts, you know, freaking out and dragging him along and pointing, and it points at a guy walking through the crowd. And briefly spied through the crowd as a mysterious figure who Swordmaster Boy recognizes as his brother who is supposed to be dead, who went missing with his father. Hmm. So why is he still alive? It's like, wait, it had to be him. It was pretty far away. It was in the crowd, so we can't, like, he tries yelling, he tries catching up to him, guy can't find him in the crowd. Uh, so they're pretty confused, like, how he could still possibly be alive, which, of course, points at, obviously, evil traitor. Um, Plus the sword pointed at him, right? Yeah, so... sword pointed, like, look, look, over here, over here, there's something evil important. Evil traitor. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't know why the sword pointed at him, probably because it's, evil traitor uh, so that's where it ends with them like but how can he be alive da -da! and you know flashback memory of a picture of him so uh, the art uh, has a eh, you know that obvious manga style to it it's mm -hmm. a Chinese book though but it still has that you know Asian style yeah it is an Asian book that's been translated to English and written specifically for the American market so there's that, but all China, you know, it's part of Marvel's outreach program to creators from all over the world. It plays out, uh, this book has been playing out a lot like a pretty typical Chinese uh, uh, wushu film or series. So it's not exactly long on intricate plot twists. There's a lot of like kind of weird comic moments put in it, 
But if you like that kind of series or film, you will like this comic book. And I love that stuff. Uh, cool. To me, we're on issue nine, and, and he, we still haven't seen the main character be competent yet. So they're really <laughs> taking their time on that. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a turnoff for me. but Yeah, yeah. that's kind of what's mainly what turns you off this book is it, we're in nine months now. And the dude still sucks. He doesn't know square one about his powers or how to use the sword or anything. There's been zero training montage. It's all, it's been nine months. If you suck, why do you have that sword? And the backup stories of, wow, you're an idiot. Why do you have that sword? It's been nine months. You can make a baby in nine months. I figure you can figure out how to swing a sword a little better. (laughs) To to be fair, he hasn't had time to sit down and do it. He's been chased by teams the whole time, but Stress is a great teacher. Mm. You know, the military, when you go through base to train the military, there's a reason they don't sit you down and talk nicely to you to help you learn your military stuff. There's a reason they yell at you and kick your ass the whole time because you learn a lot faster that way. They know that being under stress, you'll either break or learn way faster. And if you break, they just send you home. So, uh, and if he breaks, broken. he dies. Which, which is funny because they send you home broken and crying. Yeah, but you recover. Unless you don't. Then you weren't going to anyway. So, there you go. Uh, Rahakwa says, I guess he'll need to find a more powerful weapon or get good to actually do stuff. He's going to need to get good. He has, like, some sort of ultimate god-slaying sword. Yeah. There is no better weapon. He's just not good at anything. Right. It shows, like, like his ancient ancestors were able to, like, throw, like, do the, the kung fu stuff, like, throwing the sword in the air, then jumping on top of it and riding it, you know, like a flying surfboard. You know, he's yeah. supposed to be able to do that stuff. Because uh, he is the descendant of one of the three great generals. The girl is also in the descendant of the three great generals. She's been training her whole life how to fight and slay demons and learn magic. She's pretty awesome. This dude knows nothing. His family, Why doesn't he just give her the sword and go away? Because it's not her lineage. Oh, God damn it! And also, she wants to take the sword from him initially, but he yeah, refuses to let it go because it's the only clue he has to his father's disappearance. Who cares, man? You're getting chased by demons. And also, as the only person known as part of the lineage left alive who could use the sword the demons will still kill him oh how do you who, well who, who boned him with this sword then uh, gave it well him? basically his father mailed it to him but no, it, his father boned him All it right, was his like cool. great grandfather's fault for not saying you know what we might want to pass on how to kill ancient demons with sword that was really important and we were told we need to pass that on but he didn't but he didn't uh, maybe during the great you know Repub people's revolution. All the people who thought that was important died. Mm. Or were killed. That happened. And the people who were like, screw that sword, I love Chairman Mao, were allowed to live. I don't know. Those have a lot of complications getting a sword. Yes, but it's a comic book, so. And it's a kung fu film, essentially, in comic book form. So, is it fun? Yeah. Is it great? No. Uh, do I enjoy it? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's pretty good. The art's fun. It's not great. Um, not as good as something like Arrow, but it's certainly not bad. The color does pretty good. It moves along nicely, except for the fact that, kind of like how I feel about Dragon Ball Z, where it takes a really damn long time to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, why are we spending five episodes with, Go- with Goku doing push-ups on a spaceship? Why isn't he punching a bad guy at this point? I don't need to see five episodes of Goku doing push-ups on a spaceship 
while his friends have been decimated the last three episodes. And they keep rolling on the ground going, we can't win. Oh, where's Goku? And he's still doing, that's where we're at. We're Goku on a spaceship phase here. I'm done with Goku on a spaceship phase. I need to see him be, be useful. And they're not doing it. So I I can't. I uh, uh, Two and a half. Two and a half stars. I don't hate it. It's one of those books where it's like, if I had a choice to read Symbiote Spider-Man or Swordmaster, I'm going to read Symbiote Spider-Man because it's a better book. But if I was told you could read no comic books or Swordmaster, I'll read Swordmaster. You know, it's good. It's better than bad. It's like wood. Yeah. <laughs> it's like wood. It's better than bad. But, you know, it's, it's not great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't hate it, you know. Right. You know, it's... It's not Captain America written by Ta-Nehisi Coates or anything. Which, which by the way, is bad. Mm. Two and a half stars. Swordmaster, number nine. What are your thoughts on this segment? What are your thoughts on Swordmaster, number nine? Your thoughts should be identical to what I just told you. But if I'm wrong, somehow, possibly, there's a chance it could happen. Let me know why. Because I like to cry to myself to sleep by knowing how I failed other people. If there's a comic book series you'd like me to review, please let me know. If you like these review reviews, make sure to like and share, and that will encourage me to do more reviews. And if you don't, I'll encourage me to do less reviews, and then I'll be sad. And I don't like being sad, so you should like, share, and subscribe, because otherwise, you are a bad person. And you will be responsible for the moral and intellectual decline of not only myself, but of a nation. Subscribe, please you with, for anime, comics, and games. Be a legionnaire. Well, that was a whole lot of uh, downsides to not liking and sharing. Just Jeez. telling you. All right, fair That's enough. That's right. What else? I no TK match. That's right. Appreciate Kick-Ass was fun. That was fun, Yarhawk, but I'll agree with that. What else? Just to cry yourself so you must be married. Well, true. All right. All right. We're doing this. We're doing this. Soon as I remember how to do it. Yes, it's Garthos Comic Poll, where today we ask, is the Sonja red? Would Superman have powers with the red Sonja? You get it? You get it? I do. You get it? I do. That's, that's, I get that's it. Terrible. Unrelated. And the answer is no, he would be powerless before her. <laughs> he would not know how to take red Sonja. Nope. His, she is a powerful woman, and she can beat any man. His her her Hurricanian sensibilities would confuse his Smallville sensibilities. Does he would not know? She couldn't hurt him reasonably, but reasonably, with, not without reasonably? a kryptonite, not without a kryptonite sword or some cheesy which you know, pot, doesn't exist where Red Sonja is. Uh, maybe it does. Krypton hadn't blown up yet, has it? Uh, who knows. You got to think with interstellar travel, Krypton blew up millions of years ago, man. Oh, well, yeah, but it, it wasn't until he got here where the pieces got here because they were going at the same relativistic speed. Wouldn't the pieces have gotten there first? No, it's the whole uh, uh, mass. Well, it all depends no, upon I the suppose. route the ship took versus yeah. the route that the kryptonite took. That's fair. If, if, if they both if they both took the, you know, if the if ship they took, took the, the same route, route, they would have arrived at the same yeah, time. Same time. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. Like straight line type thing. Yeah. Right. But since we're not talking about the Red Sun Superman, but Red Sonia number 14, written by Mark right. Russell, art by Bob Q. Yes, it says Bob Q. Don't give me crap because I didn't write down his last name. 
Bob Q is what it says. Just a Q. Colorist, Dear Blood Kelly. Publication Gate, 4th of March, 2020. Magically Enchanted Sorcerer. Yeah, it might have a magic sword. Might have a magic sword, that's true, but magic isn't the end-all be-all against Superman anymore. It, it, so. it uh, ended Ron Howard books. Ron Howard? I can't remember the name of the Conan author all of a sudden. Oh my gosh. Anyway, in his books, not Ron Howard, that's Opie. Oh my gosh. R.E. Howard. Robert E. Howard, thank you. Finally got it. Finally, like, filtered to the top. Uh, magic in his world is always very double-sided and bad. Yeah, yeah, there's always a price, and it's usually worse than what the magic does right. for you. Right, there's, there's no such thing as a happy sorcerer in, in the Conan and Bretonia's world. Never. Never. <laughs> Never. Little lesson for all the kids out there. All right, so... Red Sonia has become the queen of Hyrcania, which we already knew about a long time ago. That was a weird storyline that got really good. Uh, she managed to defeat the the mate was the Saburian Emperor, mm-hmm. and who was the most powerful emperor in the world. But she actually managed to hold him off and defeat him, which is great. But during the horrible war of attrition they had, well, a little attrition. Uh, basically, all of her land's crops are completely burned. She has nothing. She has a bunch of people who are mainly thieves and ruffians who are bad farmers with bad land. And uh, they're going to starve to death pretty soon because they got no food. Nope. They got nowhere to go for it. Time to go stealing. Because oddly enough, the empire that was actually like supplementing their food was the same guy who invaded them. Mm-hmm. So, which makes sense that happens in, you know, like... They were getting aid from him occasionally for, you know, kissing his royal butt. And once you want to take him over, you know. So, what else is, what about the Conan and Barry that went along with him on adventures? That guy's pretty happy for uh, a wizard. That was no, in the no, films no, no. and not a no. character in the book. Plus, plus, I don't remember doing, him doing a whole crap ton of magic. Yeah, he didn't right? have very effective I mean, magic. Yeah, yeah, he, he treated magic like, like, a, like a Discworld magic. You know, you get trained up in magic so you don't use it. Right, exactly. In Discworld. And that that's exactly what, what Conan's buddy did in the movies. He knew he, li- did, he, did, he would do he the most minor of, of tricks and do them bad. Yeah, he did a whole lot of throwing bones and, like, saying stuff, but really anyone can do that. There wasn't a whole lot of magic going on. And the one time where he did significant magic, bringing Conan back from basically dead, it, it had a bad price. That's true. So it was bad. So. So, yeah. The so this leaves uh, during the whole story arc where Sonia was defending against uh, the, the invasion. She was having you would show flashbacks when she was being trained by the major domo of another realm, um, where he was teaching her like all about war and tactics and stuff like that. And the land she actually ends up in this story arc to go to to beg for food is where she escaped from where they killed the major domo she trained under and the prince basically killed the major domo killed the king and took over and he is trying was also after kill red sonia because she's the only person who could testify against him to his country's court of generals and if it was found out that he committed regicide they would kill him so it was imperative to him to kill sonia but the book opens up with last issue sonia and a couple of her most trusted retainers went to 
the other kingdom, I don't think it was Zamoria, to another kingdom, we'll just call him another kingdom for now, to find out, to try and beg for food. And she left uh, the head of the Baron, who are based like women who can't have kids, mm-hmm. uh, who are part of her more elite units, uh, in charge while she was gone. So she's trying to figure out, okay, how could we feed our people until Sonya gets back? And the right-hand man says, okay, well, where I was from, this is what, when I was a slave, back where I was from originally, what we ended up doing was this. The emperor basically gave everyone a stone with a number on it. On the first day, and on the first day, people with odd-numbered stones got to eat. And the first even-numbered stones did not, but they weren't allowed to work. They were only were allowed to rest or play games. And the next day, the even-numbered people were allowed to eat. The odd-numbered, they would switch back and forth, thus extending okay. the food. Like, oh, sure. all right. So we'll try that. She thinks, all right, I could work. We'll try that. Uh, meanwhile, uh, when Sonya is greeted at the other kingdom, uh, they're immediately captured instead of greeted, and the guards say the emperor wants to meet you in the tiger room, which explains the cover. Mm. Well, kind of explains the cover. Well, when you see the tiger room, basically, the king is sitting on a throne. In front of them is a large pit of fire. And the other side of the pit of fire, Sonya and her companions stand in the mouth of a giant statue of a tiger. And okay. you learn through a, f- a flashback that the young emperor really likes this room because if he has to disagree with someone, it ends quickly. And you see him imagining the tiger mouth like crushing down on someone he doesn't like. So if he doesn't like what you have to say, he just kills you immediately. And it, it solves a lot of problems. Well, for him, not probably not for the kingdom, but all right. Yeah, that's not his problem. Mm. Um, so eventually, so when they start talking, like, all right, so what do you come for? It's like, come to bargain? What do you have? It's like, well, me, because I'm the person you need. I'm the person who could, could, you know, could talk against you, and I'm willing to give myself up. And he's like, that. Eh. I can just kill you now. How is that a bargaining chip? You're an idiot. You're the worst. You're the queen of Hurricane. You are the worst bar I've heard in my entire life. I'm just going to kill you. And one of her retainers speaks up. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. If I, if I may, your majesty. You are the most powerful emperor in the world. He says, yeah, that's true. I know this. But that's only because my queen here killed the former most powerful person in the world. And says, okay. so... Your Majesty, you're a king, not a merchant. A true king doesn't haggle, but offers rewards for service. This warrior has done more for your kingdom than all of your generals combined. And all she's asking for is a pittance of food, scraps from your table. Who will ever serve you better for such a low price? Twist the Emperor kind of looks at his right-hand man and goes, Now, damn, you see that? That is how it's done. You need to let her talk for you all the time. <laughs> and then they put up a ramp so they could walk across the pit of fire and not be eaten by the giant tiger mouth. Outstanding. Yeah, I thought that was some really clever writing. Because yeah. Sonya's give the typical, like, you need to give me this 
I'll, I'll sacrifice myself for my people, or maybe I'll kill you, whatever. And the other person's like, well, let's talk about this. And that, that was a great speech. I really liked that writing. I thought it was really sharp. And it showed how the characters back to the whole time. Uh, it then goes back to Sonya's people here at Kenya, like they hand out the stones and try to explain what's going on. One person's like, I lost my stone. Someone's like, I will pay three gold for someone else's stone. I have an odd hood. Like, uh, you know, basically immediately someone's like, someone stole my stone already. Yeah. <laughs> it's all gone to crap. It's all gone yeah. to crap immediately. And you see the, the person left at the region is just shake your head. And her, the right hand guy's like, yeah, it would work better in a normal country. This I forgot this place, you know. That's kind of an amusing. And later, after where stuff is happening with Sony, you see like they're like handing out food, right? And this guy comes up, like, uh, it's like, uh, um, so I hear you get the food. It's only for odd number stones. Like, uh, he pulls out like five stones. Which of these is an odd number? Like, you're only supposed to have. How do you? Get? And they're all even. Though all the ones he pulls out as well, which is hilarious. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> couldn't even cheat right. Yeah, couldn't even cheat right. <laughs> So, and then eventually, Tyke's like, this isn't working. These people are, he's like, well, this hair candy, everyone's crazy here. You know, they're better at hiding and, you know, killing each other than anything else, honestly. He's like, well, how long did this work? How did this end? Because like, you said this, this helped with the family. How did, how did it solve the, how did you eventually solve the family you're from? It's like, oh, we didn't solve it. Like, what? Oh, yeah, this went on for months and all the food ran out. And then one day the king pulled a number and uh, everyone who was even had to be killed and they were eaten by the people with odd numbers. Back, okay. And she just kind of looks at him. What? He's like, yeah, it was a more civilized place. Should have led with that. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of that's how it like ends. Like that. Uh, uh. Yeah. W- what else is right? That that went sideways real quick. Yeah. But back with Sonia, the young emperor is you know basically explains to Sonia like. She's like, well, you're going to kill us. It's like, what? Why? No, no. You see, she's like, but you need to kill me. The only person could testify against you to the court of, em- of generals. Like, yeah, there was that. You know, it really was put me in a pickle when you left. I was really upset when that happened. So when I had to, we had to explain to the court of generals what happened. I had them all killed. So, uh, hey, that wasn't a problem anymore. There is, but he's saying there is was a problem with killing all your generals though, and you see like his army practicing and they can't wheel any or anything. They're falling all over each other. Like no, you know they suck. Like it kind of turns your army to crap, like real fast, real mm, fast. Fair. That's fair. So here's the deal. I want you to become my war master general. You train my troops. We go kick Zamuria's butt. And I'll give your people all the freaking food they want. So, like, a queen can't serve as a general. It's like, why not? You, you want to be my vassal or you want to feed your people? I could just kill you. So, basically, he sets her up in, like, a really nice room. Indoors, you know, real, real posh. So, consider my offer. You become my war officer general. All your people get to eat. They get to eat steak every night. Four-star meals every day. And... We go, we kill every Zamora. You should be mad at them anyway. They tried to just kill you. Huh? So let me know in the morning. Uh, of course, you don't agree with that. I'll just kill you. You know, I'm her. Sure she could escape. Yeah, she can. She's Red Sonia. Yeah. But her and her advisor is like, uh, so what the hell do we do with that? 
And they're like, well, you know, our people will eat. That's good. And Sonya actually has this moment where it boils down to her. Like, what does it benefit me to do this? Or the people, this is just... So I have to put the people of Zamoria, who had nothing to do with this, into the position my people are in right now. We have to go to war with them and make them starve and abandon their lands and raise their crops so that mine can live. So instead of my people starving, theirs do. Or it's just a never-ending cycle of misery and death until some of their rises up and attacks hit here or here at Kenya. Where does it end? What the hell's the freaking point? And so that was it's actually a nice introspective moment for Sonya, which is she's smart enough to think, you know, two steps ahead. That's how she was able to survive being invaded by superior force. Um, and it kind of leaves her off with that. What the hell do I do decision? And but the book itself actually ends with the whole. And that's when we had to eat each other moment. So funny. <laughs> so fun book. I enjoyed the art. The art is not great. The art is serviceable to good. There's a couple of panels which are just like, were you in a hurry? You know, <laughs> you had like 10 minutes to that page. It's, but other pages look really nice. They have a great character in it. So uh, the art's a little uneven, not fantastic, but it does a great job of setting scenes. The scenes are always set really nicely. Um, I like the writing. It's nice and sharp. I was worried about this story arc after reading what it was going to be. But so far, it's been really nice. I really enjoy the characters. I enjoy the way Mark Russell writes these uh, megalomaniacal emperors. They have distinct personalities, but they're also detached from reality. Their concerns are not normal people concerns. Where you see Sonya brings normal people concerns in. But also, she does have a... Got to be down to it. She does have a, too much of a modern sensibility. But who cares? That's, it's, you know, it's, it's a fun read. We're not looking for real... You know, well, in the Hyborian age, she should have been considering these things. You know, whatever, dude. Uh, it's a fun book. I really like the writing. I like where the story's going. There's some laugh-out-loud moments and some really dark moments as well, which makes for a good book. It feels like a Red Sonia, like a Robert E. Howard, something Robert E. Howard would do. And that's key for something like this to work. Did I like it? Yes. Did I super love it? No. But it does get the Garthon's Couple gold standard. Four stars! Outstanding. Making Beldahar happy. Four stars. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, thank you. So, everyone, what did you think of this segment? What are your thoughts on Red Sony number 14? Is there a comic or series you would like me to review? Did I miss something for this that's even better? That I, did I rate it too low? Did I rate it too high? Do you think it's silly? Like, come on. Why, does she, why is she even worried about people starving? She can make her other people starve. They deserve it. Or do you think the whole thing is silly and I should be, you know, covering Captain Spandex? I cover Captain Spandex as well, my friends. Let me know. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. It really does help the channel. And subscribe to Lisa Smith for Anime Comics Games and to improve the lot of humanity itself. See you, Legionnaire. Yes, Garthon's comic poll! And today, the poll reveals Symbiote Spider-Man Alien Reality number four. Where Spider-Man 
and Doctor Strange must travel to the realm of nightmares. Is that a good idea? No. No, it is not. No. 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 <laughs> it's never a good idea to go there. No. It's bad there. All right. Written by Peter David. Pencils by Greg Land. Inks by Jay Layston. Publication date, 11th March, 2020. See that cover? That kind of, that, that happens. That's nice. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's different. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's really weird. You can look at a cover and say, in the book, that happens. Usually it's a symbolic of what happens. So pretty much directly that. Yeah. All right. So in the last issue, how much setup should I do? All right. Last issue, we're, we're in an alternate universe in normal Spider-Man. In last issue, Spider-Man in the symbiote costume and Doctor Strange, who is no longer Sorcerer Supreme, uh, had to escape the Sanctum Sanctorum where Baron Mordo and Hobgoblin were attacking them. Baron Mordo is the new Sorcerer Supreme. Uh, he, he, Doctor Strange's powers are greatly reduced magically. He managed to use a sling ring to teleport them out of there into the Arctic. Um, they get out there as far as like, hey, we left Cap behind! Uh, because... Black Cat in this world is actually the Black Widow. Natasha Romanoff. And a dirty traitor. And a dirty... Yeah, because basically the last issue you saw after they teleported out, Natasha Romanoff, the Black Cat, or the Red Cat, she calls herself sometimes in this, uh, tells Born Mortal, you idiot, what are you doing? I had them where I wanted them. Right. So anyway... They teleport out, and Spider-Man's like, we left, we left Nat behind. And Strange's like, yeah, there's something off about her. Uh, it's like, you forgot. Like, I didn't forget anything. There's something I wasn't sure about. Something's off. I may not be the source I once was, but I still sense things about people. There's definitely something wrong about her. He's like, uh, hmm, all right. He's like, well, we need to go back. And he actually... He actually like, grabs, grabs and pulls, pops claws from the symbiote, like, going out. It's like, we need to go back. Well, it's like, why? You have no emotional attachment to her. It's like, why? Because I do. It's like, oh, right. He just kind of looks at him, pulls out thoughts, says, all right, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's like, Strange says, fine, you win. Let's go back. Uh, there's a funny moment when they go back and teleport out. In previous issues, when they went to the Arctic, uh, they were attacked by uh, Morbius, the living vampire. And they kind of smacked him around a little bit and left. Well, they ran away. And then later, the symbiote smacked Spider, you know, uh, Morbius around. As they teleport out, you see, like, a figure in the distance, like, out like hunched on a rock, all depressed. And then after they teleport out, it goes, and it's Morbius. He's like, I hate those guys. As they teleport back out. <laughs> a little, little, com little comedic injection. little comedic like injection sitting there. I hate those guys. <laughs> Which I loved. It was great. It, it's a great moment. But... When they go back, they teleport back to this. It's like, all right, we'll go right back. They teleport outside the Sanctum Sanctorum. He's like, all right, we need to get back in there right here. So what do we do? He's like, that's a good point. We could have used a plan. Like, hmm. And then we're about to do something. Black Cat taps Spidey in the shoulder, says, uh, so uh, what were you pondering? Oh, what's going on? Hey, hey. It's like, how'd you, how'd you escape? It's like, I, I'm a Black Cat. I always have a plan to escape. And Spider's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Doctor Strange's like, really? Wow, that's amazing. Born Mordo and Hogland. We have to get away from them both, huh? That's pretty good. She's like, basically, like, she's like, fine. What I did was I dropped a gas bomb. It had 
had nerve agent in it and I held my breath, knocked them both out and I was able to escape. Are you happy? Like, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Just, you know, wanted to know. Because he knows she's lying. Like, yeah, he knows yeah, cool. for sure. Crap. Yeah. It's like, but you know, the book we were after, you know, the big God book that we were after, that's really super important. We were trying to rob from there. I found it where they were hiding it. Like, how? They told me. Like, I thought you said she'd... I, I put a bug in there. They were talking about it. They didn't tell me. I heard them. That's what I meant by they told me. They're telling each other. Like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Strange like, oh, yeah, it makes sense. Uh-huh. Sure, English. You don't yeah. use it. Got it. Yeah, Check. yeah, you put a bug in there. I get it. Sure. Sure, sure. He's like, but they hid it in the nightmare realm. He's like, huh, that makes sense. That way no one could ever track it. Like, and you know, Spire's like, the night, not the nightmare realm. Strange says, do you have any idea where that is? Newark? No. Staten Island? No. Connecticut? No, you don't. It's not. It's a realm. It's a different plane of existence. It's where nightmare rules. Overall nightmares. Bad dreams. Horrors. Yeah. He's my, he's my, like my first arch nemesis. So Staten Island. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but basically like, all right, we got to go there and get it then. He's like, yeah, that's not a good idea. And besides, can't get, I can't get us there anyway. She's like, don't worry. I have a way to get you in. Do you really want to go? Yeah, yeah. Great. Your call. So she drops this like pellet, which gas explodes out of. It's like, what was that? Uh, when they breathe the gas, they get knocked out, and they wake up in the nightmare realm. Minus her, of course. Sure, As they knock out, she goes, he goes, hey, Hobby, they're out. Hobgoblin comes down and picks them up. Because she's a traitor. Yeah. What's interesting is as soon as they transport into the nightmare world, they're in a representation of the Daily Bugle. And Spider-Man is... In the symbiote suit, but he has like the, the venom tongue hanging out and like, you know, big teeth. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, why are we here? What's going Why? What? And, you know, Strange goes, basically tells him, so for some reason, you dream about the Daily Bugle. Uh, and also, you're not Spider-Man. Say what now? He's like, well, what? Uh, I don't know what you look. It's okay. Where is, where is Spider-Man? He's like. And he just, you know, Simba kind of leans back. He checked out. Meaning, as soon as he saw Aunt May get killed, he's in the fetal position crying. If I wasn't in control right now, we'd already be captured. I've been running the show since then. And I actually went and grabbed the previous issues, and there is a distinct personality shift right there. So that oh, was actually good. pretty good writing. Where you can actually tell at that moment, he starts being a little more violent, a little more, I don't know what's going on. Like, he doesn't know stuff. Like, he's Spider-Man. Peter Parker should know the Nightmare Realm. Symbiote wouldn't. Because he never had that memory. He doesn't have all Peter Parker's memory. And the Mm -hmm. Nightmare they enter, though, is Peter Parker's Nightmare. That's why it's the Daily Bugle. And that's why they get attacked by a Deathlock, J. Jonah Jameson. So a cyborg, J. Jonah Jameson. Got it. We start yelling, you, are you done, wall crawler? Threat or menace? Your butt is mine! They escape from there, and next day they're, when they leap out of the window of the Daily Bugle, it's the window of a Sky Tram, and Gwen Stacy's falling. And, you know, it's man's like, no, not again! And he rescues Gwen Stacy, and then Green Goblin just uses one of his finger lasers and shoots her in the head and kills her. He's like, nope, can't have you not really that! And so he ends up venoming out and killing Green Goblin. <laughs> sure why not and then when he pounds well it doesn't kill he pounds green goblin then pulls off the mask and it's mary jane and he's like what 
but she had to die or you and I couldn't be together, Tiger. It's like, no! And, you know, Doctor's like, it's a nightmare realm, you idiot. Nothing is going to work for you here. Just, just come on. Eventually, they're grabbed by someone calling themselves Daydream, who's Nightmare's daughter. Uh, who isn't all super creepy like she, you know. Well, no, Daydreams are good. Right. Right. <laughs> so she's, she's kind of good. She's kind of cute, you know, uh, kind of sexy. And grabs is like, it's like, wait, I'm Daydream, I'm Nightmare's daughter, though in your timeline, because in your world, time is sequential. I, I'm not alive yet, but here all time isn't. Time isn't sequential. So I'm already here, but I'm not. It's, it's and you know, so Dr. Strange is like, whatever. And symbiote slash Peter Parker are like, oh yeah. It starts talking about like causality. It's like strange, like whatever. Strange should understand where that, but it's kind of funny. It's like, look, I get magic. This is too sciencey. Just say it's magic. Uh, she lets him in to see nightmare. And nightmare is at a book signing. Basically, there's a line of people waiting for Nightmare to sign their book. Like, oh boy, I can't wait to be Nightmare. He's the best. He's like, oh no, please, people, one at a time. And they just kind of barge in front of the line. And he's like, hey, Steven, it's been a while. Like, what is this, Nightmare? What's your game? Nightmare's like, game? Does this look like a game to you? And like, freaks out, like, the cover scene happens. Crazy Nightmare freaks out. There's weird psychedelic swirls everywhere. It's like, oh, the crowd disappears. And Symbiote's like, uh, I see. I think I might have uh, wet, wet myself a little bit. Uh, what's going on? He's like your tricks do not work on me, Nightmare. He's like, he says your tricks do not impress me, Nightmare. Symbiote goes, impresses me a little bit. I'm a, li- I'm a little impressed. So he's he's a little bit Spider Man. He's a, he has a I, they've been so merged. He's a little Spider Man at this point. Mm-hmm. But he's like he's like I'm a little impressed. Like you want the word of God, do you not? Well, yeah. Good. I'll bring it right to you. Oh, thanks. Uh, wait, did he just... Spider-Man's like, did he just volunteer to help us? Like, it seems so. It's like, look, I'll give you this book and you can leave me the hell alone because our interactions never go well and I'm happier with you not here. So here, here, here. Take the book. Someone <laughs> hit it here so you wouldn't get good to go. Just go. Which, honestly, for Nightmare makes a lot of sense because it never works out well for him. And even when it does work out well, it's just a pain in the ass. Why bother? Just, you want this book? I don't want it. Someone threw it in here to hide it. So they get the book. And they're like, great. So. Yeah, I mean, it, it does make sense. I mean, uh, to, to Nightmare, this book is just a little piece of garbage. Right. And if it takes giving you a piece of garbage to make you go away. All right. Right. It gets Dr. Strange out of my hair. Yeah. The same with Barnes for the host of Rock. Yeah. So. Like, they get the place, okay, we got it, so uh, what do we do now? Strange's like, now we must use the spells within, traverse what they did to our world. He opens the book, he says, oh no. Uh, what? Why, what's it? And inside are the words written down, got you. G-O-T-Y-O-U. Like, what's that? That's, what's that supposed to mean? It means we were tricked. And the sling ring, he holds up his hand, is gone as well. Meanwhile, he's seen the real world. Evil Black Cat is like candy the sling ring to Baron Mordo. Like, well, there you go. That takes care of that. And you realize, of course, that they'll uh they'll be free of the nightmare realm once they awaken, right? And Mordo's like, yeah. Uh, but 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 they will not awaken because they're under the influence of my time free spell, so they're stuck there forever. Well, what about the word of God? Oh, you mean this book? 
The vine that can undo everything we did, and then he destroys it. Well, what about it? Whoops. Whoopsie, I burned it. And uh, then it's like, da 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 for the ending. You, you can't get rid of MacGuffins like that. You can, and you do. Oh. But also, that, that also might play into, if I had to make a guess for what happens next, I'll make the a guess. The book was destroyed Garth. and then reappeared in the Nightmare Realm? The book's destroyed, but because time is immaterial in the Nightmare Realm, they convinced Daydream to let them wake up before they were put to sleep. Ooh, it's the whole uh, it's the whole Avengers Endgame quantum time travel thing. Exactly. Let's go, well, we'll wake okay. up earlier so we know how to fix that. Or they right. go and find a version of the book in the Nightmare Realm where someone had a nightmare after reading or something. Which is entirely plausible. Right. So, I thought, I've said this before, I thought I would absolutely hate this. I really did. This whole series, I was not a big fan of the symbiote. I liked the original Venom stuff, the original, original Venom stuff I really liked. But ever since his tongues were hanging, I hated it. The uh, Bob at Fantasy Escape Comics where I get my books, you know, knows I like Spider-Man. So if a new Spider-Man series comes out, he just drops it in my box. He just assumes I'm going to buy it and gives it to me. But I get issue one, I'm like, okay, I'll get one issue, then I'm canceling this crap. But it's been really good. I've really enjoyed this. I thought the writing of the series was pretty sharp. I like how Doctor Strange is smart enough to pick up, oh, we've been betrayed. That's why when I teleported out, I didn't take her. How he was also sharp enough to know he realized that Peter Parker wasn't in charge at this point. So. When Strange's worst would be failing to acquire the book. Could be. Could be. I don't know. But. So I thought this was really well written. Uh, Greg Land's art, which can be kind of stiff. This was actually really, really nice. This issue. I really liked it. Um, I like the way the character's being done. A lot of stuff that didn't make sense in earlier issues now makes a lot of sense. I like how the little funny moments in the books next to some really serious old crap moments. All in all, this is a better book than uh, the main nine Spider-Man book. So, wow, I really, really like this book. I am going to give it four and a half stars. I freaking loved this book. It was a really good book. Not a five-star book. Not quite. No, no. But a, a really, really fun book. I would have no problem recommending this book to any fan of, a Sp of Spider-Man. If some kid was like, oh boy, I want to read Spider-Man. I want to get nope. Amazing Spider-Man. Say, no, 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 you don't. Try Symbiote Spider-Man or Miles Morales Spider-Man. Don't, don't get, don't get that. So yeah, four and a half stars. Really excellent book. Symbiote Spider-Man, Alien Round number four. Been really digging it. Great art, great story, great writing. Uh, with the trade, you should, if you haven't been buying this, you should have. And you should definitely pick up the trade when it comes out. And also, Nightmare being the villain goes into our, you know, giveaways. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Speaking of. So, what do you think of this segment? What are your thoughts on Symbio Spider at number four? Is there a comic or series you would like me to review? Please let me know because I'm always curious what uh, you think is hip and cool. I should be reading. You should read Saga. No, you should read Saga. If you like these reviews, be sure to like and share this video with your comic book friends. It really, really helps the channel. Yeah, Saga is a good book. I know. I know. But everyone reviews Saga. You don't need me here talking. Subscribe to Legion Myth. Anime, comics, games, fun, excitement, giveaways. Be a Legionnaire. It is now time to pick a winner. All right. Winner is you. Now, I would love to pick a winner, but we're looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven entries. Seven. 
those of you who have not entered the giveaway to win Little Nightmares, the game from Steam, please, exclamation point nightmares. You're already, what else? You're already in. I think what else? 73 is already in too, yet. Yes. Yep. So if you are watching and you've not done it, exclamation point nightmares. You're watching on live on Raven Twitch. Raven's Lair is already in. Yes. Raven's Lair yep. already in as well. Yep. The people in chat, I'm not sure who is a bot and who's not because, you know, I can't be can't tell uh my fault is not in my fault come on if my you don't want it enter it, for other in. people that's right uh there is there's there's one person i'm pretty sure is a bot uh zero x six two six f seven four pretty uh, sure ventrixlicus is a bot uh he is also not in the in the giveaway so he's ruining it for everyone thanks there you go or is it latin ventrixlicus it's nightmares 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 it's a it's plural it's plural sorry there you go ventrixlicus raven's lair is in it pax is in it that's good uh feet must be a bot infamous faux show infamous faux show (laughs) (laughs) i hope that's not a bot because that's That's, an awesome that's too good of a name to be a bot oh man Exclamation point! Awesome. Nightmares. We just That's need a few right. more people to join, and then we can give this game away. Because we gotta have ten people in. We gotta have ten people, according to. According or Max Leo will yell at us, and I I can't take that kind of stress. I'm crying. Yes, Ravesar was the first one to enter. But for some reason, Vina Trixlicus is not entered. Is Ventrixlicus not a follower? Are you a follower, Vina? You have to be a follower. You can't just be a viewer. You must be a. F- He's looking very hard. Yeah, I'm looking to make sure. He's, yeah, follower. Yeah. Oh, did yeah, it mess follower. up? Now, I'm I'm looking to make sure. But everyone else did it right. I'm not saying you did Time it wrong. Time to point nightmares. Yeah. I didn't capitalize it, so. M-A-R-E. Oh, there it is. Yep, he is. He's here now. Well, I took, it took it, a that second, took I guess. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, yep. Still need, still need more people. Sorry, guys. Come on, exclamation point nightmares to join. We need ten people in there. Come on. Maybe your bots. We may not have there. them. We may have too many bots here. I don't know why there are bots here. Because bots, because you know robots like me. Robots like you. Okay. Well, my fault isn't on here yet. My fault does not like me. My fault chased me around and killed me. That's true. We have a clip. <laughs> we, we do we have a clip of my fault chasing me and killing me. You should play that clip. It's. Funny. I don't have the clip. I'd have to go find it and load it and stuff. It's on. It's on Discord. Dead. Dead by download daylight. it. No, you can just play it from Discord. My fault is a bot. Well, no, then I had. I wouldn't show up. I'd have to put no, it, it on the screen and stuff. No, you you, you put it on the screen. Oh, you maximize geez. it, and it takes up the whole screen. Man, make it difficult. That's pretty easy. So you say. So you say. I want to give this away, but I'm not allowed to give this away. Not allowed. Very true. Not allowed to do it. I want to do it, but I can't do it. I cannot do it. Too bad the clip wasn't longer because I was running around that rock a long time. You were. But I, like I said, I wanted to use use your distraction to greatest benefit of the team. That's true. And it worked. Yes. I got that uh, generator up. I think we escaped her. At least a couple people did. You didn't. No, I did not. No. You were hooked three times. Third time's charm. No, I died. I died so others may live. 
Yep. Well, like this might not happen. No, looks like not. So well, no, my, my fault is not a bot, but apparently she is not actually here. She, I, I think she has her. Uh, well, she might be doing something else. Might walk out of the room. No, no, she she has her channel set up. I think to uh, to automatically watch us. It's Sheriff that kills heathen dog. Does yeah, it? where's Sheriff? Where the hell is Sheriff? Sheriff should be here. Yeah, but we need more people to enter this giveaway! Exclamation point nightmares. So if you're watching right now and you want you're here for the giveaway, now's the time. Exclamation point nightmares to join the giveaway. Let's see if we have people hopping in. We have enough people. We've seen a couple of people to join in. Well, well if theoretically people yeah. come in. Yes. Exclamation point nightmares. If you're a follower of the channel, just click that follow button. Wait three seconds. Boom. There you go. You're in. Sheriff should be here. No one cares. I know, right? I'm gonna yell at him later. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna punish his character in uh, Seven Days to Die. I'm gonna I'm gonna reduce him to level one. Can you do that? I'm an admin. I can do anything. Oh, that's not cool. You shouldn't do. That. <laughs> I can take all of his stuff away, make him naked, naked and alone, teleport him in the middle of nowhere. It's not cool. I am an angry, vengeful god. <laughs> You know what? Screw Max. Screw Max. I'm oh, giving this away. I'm giving it away. You know why? Because I'm a rebel. Oh. I'm a goddamn rebel. Here we go. Closing the entries. We're going to pick a winner. And the winner is Vina Trixlicus. Yes, you have won. Congratulations. You are the winner. Congratulations. You have won Little Nightmares. Little Nightmares. Oh, here it is. No, oh, what happened? Oh. There I am, ready for my fault. Run around the rock. Run around the rock. Which way did he go? No, no, get away. Oh, shit. Lost me. No! Come here! No, get someone else! Oh, I found you, fair and square! This is hilarious. This is the end of me running away, too. I was I'm ready for a good her. long time. Oh. Were, like I said, I was using this time oh, wisely. Ah, oh, there I go. Uh, <sighs> there it is. Garthon running for his life. Yep. <sighs> All right, so we're giving away Ventriscus. You have won. Yep. Make sure to message us so we could go yes. and get the information. Yes. Uh, please, uh, Vina, go ahead and message either Heathen Dog or Legion of Myth. Uh, whisper your uh, email address and Maxlia will send you either the humble bundle link or the game key tomorrow. Absolutely. And Pax, I've, you have not responded to my email to give you the $25 Amazon gift card you won last month. Yeah. So uh, if you don't give me your email, you don't verify your email, you ain't getting it. Originally here, they been sick for two days. Aww. Aww. Sorry. Look at that. Better than Sheris. <laughs> Sheris is out doing family stuff, I'm certain. Whatever. Important family. Poop on him. All right, well, that's, that's all we have for today. Thanks for hanging out. Hope you had a good time with us. Because we had a good time with you. Whether you liked it or not. All right, everyone. Full screen this. 
next time, 21st of March, 2020, 8 p.m. Central. We'll start spreading the news because Garth is going to have a Spider-Woman number one. Heathen Dogs anime reviews coming up. The giveaway is Little Witch Academia, the Chamber of Time. We weren't able to give away last time, so everyone be there so we can give away this time. Or next time. Anime Adventure RPG Magic, very positive. 10 plus entries, one winner. And don't forget, 20th of March 2020, Master Reviews Cyber Frog Blood Honey and compares the Year Zero engine, dice roll similarities and differences. Streaming schedule twitch.tv slash legionabit. Sunday, 9 p.m., Lunar Silver Star Trek Complete, Garthon's Retro Plays. Monday and Wednesday at 11 a.m. It is Seven Days to Die with Heathen Dog and Company. Monday at 8 p.m. It's Dead by Daylight with Heathen Dog and Company. That's a lot of fun. Hang out for that. Thursday at 8.30 p.m. Garth and Heathen Dog team up in Dead by Daylight. Friday. 11 a.m. Heathen Dog and Max Leia team up with you, the viewers, in Deep Rock Galactic. Saturday, 8 p.m., Elizabeth live stream. Comic reviews, anime reviews, Garth on a Hit the Dog view. Be there. Giveaways, excitement, adventure, friendship, laughter. On Elizabeth 2, The Deuce. Wednesday, 12 noon, Max Leo engages in the year of the JRPG with the Legend Heroes Trails in the Sky. Thursday, team up with Noro and Max with Portal Knights. And Friday, Heathen Dog and Max Leo team up on Legion with 1 and 2 with Deep Rock Galactic at noon. Bum, bum, bum. Twitch, YouTube, social media. Twitch.tv has Legion of Myth is our primary channel. Anime, comic, games, reviews, Heathen Dog's team ups, Garth Lunch, retro games, and other fun excitement, things like that. The best place to hang out, in my opinion, because I'm there. Leads with two is the Deuce, the second channel. Max Leo's here the JRPG. Noral's Variety screams for free thousand bits and donations they get. It's a game giveaway. YouTube.com slash Legion of Myth is where we put our individual Legion of Myth weekly live stream segments, highlighted video game streams, recorded tabletop RPG videos, unboxings, things like that. Twitter at Legion of Myth. Tweet us. We tweet you. Many tweets. Video and live stream announcements. Giveaway updates. And on Discord. Join us on our Discord channel. Look for us. Chat with us. Be the first to know things. Uh, where we have our discussions about various video games, comic books, whether or not conventions are going to be cancelled. Be there and hang out. We have a good time there. And don't forget, Legion with Gear. Impress your friends, intimidate your enemies, and find love in your Legion with Gear. Shop.spreadshirt.com slash Legion of Myth. Thank you so much to our Patreons, to our cheerers, to everyone who supports us. Gary M, Brian H, Sherris, Zon! Gifts and scriptures, cheers. So we thank you so much. It's your support that keeps us going. Helps fund the giveaways and everything. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much to all of our subscribers and supporters. Remember, everyone, you have one life. Live it well, live it dirty, and have a great diurnal anomaly.